show has been uh, been kind of a struggle as far as what topic I wanted to do. Uh, it was between who we are and Christ and taking hold of that truth. And how do we fight as Christians in this world today? And uh, I believe God has laid it on my heart that it is as simple as this. They both are of the same thing. As we know, as followers of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, the Son of God, who died on the cross, for our sins, past, present, and future, for everyone who accepts him, uh, that is the point. And I think we have to start there if we're going to, if we are going to battle a society who thinks that there is no God. There's too many holes in the gospel. There's not enough uh, facts or evidence to show that uh, for them to have any reason to believe in uh, Jesus Christ or that there is a ultimate creator of the universe and God the Father. Um, as being one of those persons for a long time, as you know, before coming to my faith, um, I can understand it. You know, you, you want all the things that this world has to offer. And, uh, at the moment and at the time, uh, they're pretty awesome in our minds because we don't know any better. Uh, but once we accept our Lord and savior, Jesus Christ, and really dig into, understanding the father son and the holy spirit as is promised in the in the book the bible it says he will open our eyes to all of these things and once you open your eyes to the truth of what's really going on not only in the physical world but manifested first in the spiritual world transferring itself to the physical uh, we understand that uh, all the things that we used to think as young people that are unchurched, like myself, like I was at one point, uh, that they become insignificant and hold very little value. Uh, and we start to realize that the only way we can have a meaningful and productive life is through Jesus Christ. And to uh, not keep searching for um, to searching for something to fill that empty void in our lives, we start to realize that Jesus is the only thing that can fill the hole in our soul uh, as we grow. Um, you know, and that's, it leads to, we have to take full uh, ownership of that, that, you know, there was a time when we weren't, uh, we were enemies of God. 
but through our acceptance of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, we are no longer enemies. We are heirs to the throne in heaven uh, with our Savior Jesus. And I think we have to start right there uh, with the fact that in order to go out into the world and preach the gospel of Jesus Christ, we have to have a mind shift in the thought process that um, we're just a sinner. We don't have any value. We don't have uh, the authority to speak on uh, trying to get someone out of the same sin that we have struggled with. And I think that that's, or maybe still struggling with, we are still followers of Christ, but we're still struggling and fighting our own battles. And therefore we don't have the, uh, integrity or whatever. How can I tell somebody, uh, not to do the same thing that I still fall, catch myself falling into, right? The same trap, that fight. But I think that, uh, battle is an internal one. Uh, that we have to come to grips with as uh, warriors of Christ, uh, as I call it nowadays, because the reason uh, we see so many things happening that are so crazy in this world, my belief is that Christians have not uh, stood up and and fought for God's word like we need to, uh, because I think in today's society that it is uh, that we're hypocrites. Okay. Right? And Jesus didn't come to save the righteous. He came to save those who were sinners. Right? So we have to come to terms and, and shift our mind from the thought that we're still sinners. Yes, we understand that we're always going to need Jesus. And Jesus forgives us for our sins but as the sanctification process as we grow closer to jesus as we understand the holy spirit reveals to us the truths that are happening and the things that we're seeing uh in this world um has to change but it has to change with us as christian men especially in the thought process that we are uh and always will be just lowly sinners who don't have a place. And that's not what the word of God says. That's not what the New Testament says. We are a new creation in Jesus Christ. We have died to the old self. And I know I have other shows that, that say this, but this is very, to me, this is the core of the gospel. Especially for men who he wants us to lead and in order for us to lead we have to have that confidence in who we are and i don't think men at this moment have that confidence because of our downfalls i know there's been a lot of times that i myself have lacked confidence because of my past that satan keeps throwing it up and he keeps saying you can't do this because you're you don't you don't have any experience. You've always failed. You've done this. You've done that. And and, it, and it's not a lie, but it's not who I am anymore. Because I've accepted Jesus Christ as my Lord and Savior, which I can't do it on my own. But through the power of the Holy Spirit, I can do anything. 
I'm a lot more confident in a lot of areas. I still got some work to do. We always will until we get to heaven with Jesus. But we have to change the thought process that we are the same as we were before. Right? And it doesn't matter what we've done or what we're still struggling with. <clears throat> what matters is we take hold of the truth and the gospel of Jesus Christ. Uh, if you haven't read the book, uh, Don't Give the Enemy a Seat at Your Table by Louis Giglio, I'm in the middle of it. And uh, I think it starts, as you as you know, uh, I think it starts with the churches and the false gospel that they've been preaching for a very long time. And Louis seems to think so, too, in the fact, I'm going to read a little ec excerpt out of here uh, about um, what's happening in the churches uh, today, right? Uh, says we are not just a big bunch of sinners yet. The problem is too often we hear this and variations of it over and over in today's churches. And here's the narrative that it speaks. Hi, welcome to church today. We're so glad you're here. Please sit down and enjoy today's sermon. Never forget you're a sinner. That's all you are. You came to Jesus with empty hands and that's all you'll ever offer him you're just clutching filthy rags you're a worm a wretch a mocker a scoffer unclean unworthy you're always in rebellion against god you are utterly devoid of value you're only a sinner saved by grace and if you ever forget it just remember how you sin yesterday you sin today and how you're going to sin tomorrow you sinned this morning you sinned last night and you sinned 10 minutes ago that's all you'll ever do. Thank you. Okay, let's stand and sing and see you again next Sunday. As I was reading that, uh, men, I'm like, wow. <laughs> it's so true, right? Should we ever give up the reliance on Jesus Christ for our strength? No. First and foremost, he is our strength. And we, un and we have to, in our minds come to understand that it is by his death burial and resurrection that we have power uh i heard it uh, i think it was in one of my bible studies uh, i think it was uh our pastor you know the holy spirit couldn't come until jesus left the father would give us the Holy Spirit, just like he promised in Isaiah, right? That he would give us a, a change our heart from stone to a heart of flesh and a, and a clean spirit, right? We have to, we, in order to win the fight in spreading the gospel against all the naysayers that are in the world, we have to take full vested value and belief in that alone that we are a new creation that we are no longer under the sin of adam we are now cleansed and righteous through the blood of jesus christ not that anything we did on our own but because we have accepted jesus christ and we are continually building our relationship with jesus christ and we're growing in his word and understanding of of what all of this looks like in our lives. That gives us the confidence to be able to go out 
and fight against the, the lies of Satan in this world that we see so much now. Right. Even in Christians, we see all this anxiety, depression, all of these things that hate, anger, you know, depression, anxiety again and a confusion. And it's for one simple reason that we don't believe what Jesus tells us. You know, we've been talking about uh, end times and, 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 you know, whether we're going to be here during the tribulation or not. Well, of course, we're going to be here during the tribulation. Jesus tells us twice, I mean, through the Gospels, different ways, but all the Gospels say the same thing, after the tribulation, right? That's Jesus' words in Matthew and Mark. So in order for us to get through those times, we have to 100% believe in the truth that we are a new creation. Men, get over yourself. And, I'm, and like I said, I'm saying this with you, not to you. We have to get over ourselves. We have to let our pride go. We have to die to the man we used to be and start developing habits and ways to be the man that Christ says we are. And we have to truly believe in that because we see the world that we're living in. Why is that the case? Well, because Christians have been some of the most passive people on this planet in the last 70 years. We don't think our Christian values belong in government, which is totally wrong. Because what are government people called? They're called public servants, right? Our Constitution is founded on the principle of that nobody gives us our freedom except for one being, God. Jesus confirmed it. We weren't free until we accept Jesus Christ. And then we're free, truly free, right? There's some rules that we have to follow because of our belief in Jesus Christ, right? But at the same time, we still have to fight for the gospel. We still have to fight for the souls of the lost. And there's more lost now than in recordable history that we can see. And the, and the time is no different. Matter of fact, God has made it more available and abundant for us to spread the gospel than it ever has. But it do, it's not spreading as fast as it did in Jesus' day after his death and resurrection and his ascension in the Holy Spirit. All right. I know there was a day of Pentecost and I know that was a big motivator, but why is that not happening today? That's because we as Christian men have given up on the fight. We have given up and started believing that we're not worthy of fighting, that our truth because of our past is devaluing what we have to say about our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. And Jesus says that is not a case. The book, don't give the enemy a seat at your table, right? God has prepared a table for you and me to sit down and have dinner and to get to know us and 
wants that relationship with us. If this creator, if God, the creator of the universe, is on a personal level and wants to sit down and have dinner with you, that ought to right there give us the confidence as men to be able to go out and stand up to some of these people who are, I don't know, what do you want to call them, Satan worshipers or non-believers or, you know, atheists, whatever you want to give them the name of today, right? But it's not a battle of fist and whatnot. It's a battle of love. We have to understand the value that Jesus has placed in each one of us. The Father has placed in each one of us. Each one of us that has accepted Jesus Christ is a new creation. We have the God, the creator of the universe, living inside of us by the Holy Spirit. And that is powerful. But in order for us to do that, men, we have to quit believing the narrative I just read in Lou Giglio's book. We have to believe that that's all we'll ever be because that's not who we are as accepting Jesus Christ into our lives. It sounds like a broken record, but I mean, we've got to keep repeating this to ourselves each and every day. I am saved. I am redeemed. All the stuff I did in the past is tools I can use to save somebody else or to lead someone to Jesus, not to save them because only Jesus can do that. But you understand what I'm saying is that we have to quit letting Satan have a seat at our table. We have to quit listening to that second voice in our head. Oh, we're not good enough. I can't say that to him. I'm still struggling with uh, gambling or I'm still struggling with lust or I'm still struggling with pornography or I'm still struggling with Whatever it is your struggle may be, uh, greed, money, I mean, all these things that, that the Bible warns us about, but because we're living by the Spirit and because we're trusting in the Spirit, that's where our power comes from. It's not that we can do it, and that's a constant reminder that we need Jesus and his power through the Holy Spirit from the Father, right? That we have to 100% take ownership of that, that we're no longer sinners. I don't care what church says. Jesus says otherwise. Once you accept me and have been baptized, you've died to that old self. You've died with Jesus. When Jesus died, all our sin was wiped away. When it was resurrected, our hope is there. The cross represents the end of Adam and the beginning of Jesus in each one of us. Because that was the promise, and that is the truth that we fight with in this world, against this world, to save as many souls as we can, but we don't do that. We listen to that second voice. We listen to Satan say that that's not right, right? Now, do we say it in a harsh and hateful tone? No, because if we're truly in Jesus Christ and we're in his word, right, we have to say it with love. We can tell the truth, but it's not to hurt somebody or in a vengeful manner. It's in a helpful way. Look, I love you, but what you're doing is wrong, right? And we have to say it in a manner that's convincing. Now, does that mean we can't defend ourselves 
if we're attacked? No, that doesn't mean that. But we're in a different fight. We're in a spiritual fight that manifests itself in the physical realm. So the first thing we need to do is be in prayer. The second thing is we need to learn God's word so we, we can use it to uh, defend the gospel. Right? It's knowledge. We gotta have we have to know our enemy. And we already know our enemy. He's full of lies, deceit, trickery, uh, shame, guilt. Right? God doesn't work like that. We know that. But in, in order for us to be successful in this world and turning we don't like the world that we're looking at. And I get it. I don't either. You know, um there's been you know, with, let's let's use government for an example. This is one of my big, I've, one of my biggest pet peeves. I think uh, right now in not only my my city uh, and across the United States, and I think a lot of people uh, see it the same way. Look, the government is not the boss of the people, right? The people are the government's boss in the United States of America per the Declaration of Independence, right? The Constitution. All of these things are for the people because we the people are, if we're truly, especially Christians, if we are truly Christians, then our voice should be loud. It should be heard because why? Because our voice is based on the benefit of other people instead of ourselves. And as a public servant, as a representative of uh, said community, state, city, whatever, your focus is not on you and what you can get out of it. That's not a Christian. Don't call yourself a Christian if you're out there uh as the government's shown that they're only out for whatever special lobbyist or special interest group that can put millions of dollars in your pocket and then say, oh, I'm still for the people. Well, no, you're not. Right? Unless you're giving all of that back to communities that are struggling, that are hurting, that there's fatherless homes, there's orphans, there's whatever. We as Christians, I'm not saying we have to be broke, but we have to take that money and put it to use for God's kingdom. And we just see it. I mean, it's prevalent that our government is corrupt because we don't have Christian influence speaking louder than what Satan's saying. And we don't speak with the passion of belief that it takes to convey that message. Because why? We hear that second voice. So it's like we're fighting and we're throwing punches. We're shadow boxing. That ain't doing no good. Yeah, it looks good. looks pretty. makes you feel good. But you ain't doing nothing. We aren't doing anything. Right? I'm not doing anything. But, you know, it's, it's, it's a passion uh, for me to be able to speak to you about this. And, and now I'm, I'm trying to figure out how I'm going to do something. How am I going to change the mayor? How are we going to change the city council? How are we going to change the city manager? You know, and then why? Because they're corrupt. They're only out for uh, themselves, you know, and what makes them look good and what makes them get votes. Well, look, that's not what it's about. 
What it's about is, okay, I'm a public servant. Look, I'm going to make a lot of you mad because I'm not going to do exactly what you want. But in overall terms for every single person in my district, let's say if you're a congressman or whatever, right? Every single person in my district, this is the best overall plan for everybody to have an equal share, right? For it to be fair, for it to be honest, for it not to be skewed in the way that's going to gain me the most money and the most recognition, but it's going to distribute all of that that I would have gotten amongst all of you. That's how this country was founded. That's the principle it was founded on, right? And somewhere along the way, because we as Christian men have not stood up and fought or fought and gave up because it didn't work the first time leads us to where we are now. This fight that we're in, in this world, we're in it until we're not here anymore. So why do we quit? Right? I mean, I've quit a lot of things that I know I should have been fighting for. So like I said, again, I'm talking with you, not to you. Because these are things that I see in myself that I need to improve, right? If we want something to be better as Christians, we have to step up and step out and step in the middle of what's going on. And if we're not doing that, then are we truly serving Jesus Christ by showing our faith that we have the strength and we have the wisdom because God has granted it to us to fight this cause. No, we're not doing that. Oh, we're going to, it's kind of like me. Well, like I was talking about a couple of shows ago, doing this show, you know, and my, and, and my friend and mentor Adam said, are you really doing it? And did I put everything into it to do it? No, I didn't. I did one show a week. Right. And I kind of just eh, did it. Well, that's what we're doing with with the gospel of Jesus Christ and the truth that can make the world look totally different. Oh, yeah, I tried that. But, you know, I got my petition signed to, to remove the city council or the mayor or whatever, the president or, you know, whatever. But it didn't work. It'll never work. Really? No, that's not the spirit Jesus put inside of you. Put a spirit of strength and power and wisdom and love inside of each one of us. The strength of the God, the creator of the universe. But we hear it every Sunday in churches that says, nah, you're still a sinner. And that's Satan in the churches. If your church is not telling you, hey, you are a new creation, period. The old self is dead. Jesus says it. Right. Once you you were alive in Christ through the Holy Spirit, God put in you a new, fresh, clean spirit, period. Yes, we understand there are things that are going to come up in your past that you're going to have to deal with, that you're going to have to confess, that we are going to have to confess, that we're going to have to deal with. Right. The reason I did the show, the host. Right. I want you to know I'm a sinner. I was a sinner. This is my past. Right. Are there still some things that God's working on through me to get me better, to be a more effective warrior for Christ and the gospel of Jesus? Yeah, but if I didn't have that past, I wouldn't have that I wouldn't have that opportunity to reach the group of people that I reach. What I'm saying is as Christian men, 
it is time for us. It, it doesn't matter what society says. They're wrong. It doesn't matter what that little whisper in your ear says that says, you know what? Eh, you can't do that. You know, you're a loser. You can't do that. Uh, you're still struggling with this. You can't say that to somebody. Jesus says, yes, you can, because you are no longer that person. You are a new creation. Adam is dead. Jesus is alive. And we have to take a hold of that simple truth and we have to apply it to everything we do. Right? It's not my power that's getting this done. Right? Like my conviction is we have to do something about politics. Look, I'm about helping people. Right? If you're a public servant, if you are whatever in city government, state government, national government, right? We have to understand that the people are the first priority and doing what's best for them is what's best for the whole. What's best for me, what's best for the country, because that's the way Jesus looked, right? He didn't do it. He did it for every single one of us, not so he could have anything other than your presence in heaven at the time that God ends it all and says, no, it's, it's done. Just like up until the time of Noah, patient, right? All the stuff, then Noah. And then he wiped out everybody except for those and started over again. So before he starts it over again, because of our being saved and our belief and acceptance of Jesus Christ as our Lord and Savior, and that is our mission. It's not to give up. It's not to quit the fight. If God puts it on your heart and it lines up with what his word is telling you that we have to protect the innocent and the weak and those not able to defend themselves, right? Then why are we continually allowing people who are so far detached from what real life is and what people really are and that people in this country still care about people? You know, it's not a race thing. God... Jesus didn't care. I don't care. Right? But it comes down to a personal responsibility at the same time. We have to work together by, because of the love that Jesus Christ has put in our heart to work with everybody and to make it work. Right? And if they're wrong, tell them they're wrong. Not in a hateful, harsh manner but in a way that helps them to see what right looks like. And sometimes that's not somebody doing it with words. Sometimes that's doing it by your works. And that's okay. Whatever your gifting is, use it. Because God gave us those gifts to make a difference in the world, not sit on our hands and gripe and complain about it. So if we're going to fight all the corruption, all the hate, the anger, all this anxiety and depression, the first and most important thing in this fight is that we have to believe 100% that we are a new creation and we have to be in our Bibles. We have to be praying. We have to be doing the things that God wants us to do in order to save the souls that he's called. And like I said, end times tribulation, right? That's God putting the accelerator on. Okay, look, Y'all aren't doing what I ask you to do. I've been patient. I mean, we're 3,000 years. 
and, and the gospel's stalled out or there's so much false gospel that because men think that they're smarter than now than the ones who wrote the Bible, right? They were inspired by God. It tells us that the leaders of the United States of America think they're smarter than the guys who founded this country, but none of these leaders have ever experienced anything like what the founding fathers did. So they have no clue, right? They have, the only belief that they have is that they're, own, they're their own God, that they make the rules and what they say goes. Look, I'm all for giving unto Caesar what is Caesar's, but when Caesar is taking it all for himself and not defending the people that God tells me I should defend, that's showing that's God showing us this time for us and our Christian faith and our belief that we are a new creation and that we have the wisdom and authority and power granted to us by Jesus Christ to stand up and fight for these people, but we're not doing it. Something's wrong. So in order to win the fight that we are in right now, right? That's the purpose that God gave us is to spread the gospel of Jesus Christ through our actions, through our works, and through our truth that Jesus is the, tr the way, the truth, and the life, right? No one comes to the Father except through him, period. Now, you don't have to agree with me, and that's fine. That's your choice. I'm not forcing it on you, but I do have to put it out there. As a follower of Jesus Christ, I do have to announce that in everything I do. It has to show love. It has to show grace. It has to show truth. It has to show all of these things in order for it to reflect the glory of Jesus Christ. And I can't look at myself and say, you know what? I'm still that old dude. I'm still that sinner. I'm still that lustful man. I'm still that gambler. I'm still that alcoholic. I'm still whatever it is, right? These are all spiritual issues and spiritual wars that we're fighting within ourselves. but it has to start with our change of mind in that we are not that person anymore, right? And how do we change that? Well, you get in God's word, you start reading God's word, you start building that relationship with the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit and listening to that first voice when it puts when God puts it in your gut that, hey, this isn't right. I have to say something. Why? You go find it in the Bible and then you articulate that to someone who needs to see or have a change of perspective. And when they say, I know you're wrong. No, you keep fighting. We don't have a spirit of fear or weakness. There ain't no man here that can do anything to me or you as a follower of Christ that makes any difference, right? If I'm living and I'm, as Paul says, I'm fighting the good fight and I'm standing up for the gospel and the principles of Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior, right? Then what's a man going to do? He going to kill me? <laughs> okay. So what? My eternity and my salvation is secure because I do trust and believe in Jesus Christ. And I know he is my Lord and Savior. And I wouldn't have the power and authority to speak these things if I didn't have him in my life. Because I speak the truth out of love through grace. 
because of Jesus Christ and what he's done for me. Does that make sense? That's how we win this fight. That's how we turn the tide of the world that's going on right now. It's for Christian men, true believers, and true lovers of Jesus Christ to stand up, voice our opinion, and start making a difference. We have to get involved in politics. We have to get involved in things that we don't want to. That's the growing and stretching and stepping out of our comfort zones that I pray for every day. Right? Because if we don't, then we're going to continue to see the same and we're going to continue to lose soul after soul after soul. And then for sure, when is God going to say enough is enough? Yes, as Christians, we want that to happen. But our mission right now is to stand up and reflect God to the rest of the world in his power and his authority through love and grace and truth. And that's how we have to fight. And it starts internally. Each one of us have to realize the old self is dead. Why? Because we have been buried in death with Jesus through our baptism, right? That's the reason you go down in the water. That's the representation of Jesus' death. And then you're raised back up just as Jesus Christ was raised up in heaven. And now we are filled with the Holy Spirit. So we have everything that we need to be warriors for Christ in this world. To show people Jesus Christ. Right? We're not forcing him to do anything. But we are going to have our voices heard as loud as some of these other groups out there. Every life on this planet matters. Why? Because they were all created by God. <clears throat> and that is the simple truth. That's it. The only reason you're alive is because you're breathing. And what are we breathing? God's breath. Because we are the only creation on this planet that he breathed his life into. Everything else he spoke into existence. We, he breathed his life into. Every breath you take is a breath from God. It is it. If you don't have that, you're dead. So if you wake up, then God is breathing into you and he still has a mission for you. And that mission is to believe 100% that you are no longer born of the flesh. You are born of the spirit of Jesus Christ. And when we take hold of that, in our minds and start exercising our minds and our hearts to believe that and getting in God's word, knowing God's word, being able to use his word in defense of the wrongs that are in this world now, then we are being true followers of Jesus Christ. Then the gospel of Jesus Christ, you want a revival in this country, that's how we do it. Christian men, it's time for us to stand up. We are not wrong. We are right. The truth is on our side because God put it in us for it to be on our side. Right? That's how we change the world. It's by speaking up, stepping out. Not in our strength or confidence, but in our confidence in our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Through our faith in him alone, can we make a difference in this world? Anybody who's ever made a difference in this world had faith and hope. And it's time for us as Christian men to bring that picture of faith, hope, and strength and courage back to the forefront.
to speak the truth, to be honest, to love other people. Doesn't matter what color, what race, what religion, right? We are to call to love people. And the only way we can truly love people is spreading the gospel of Jesus Christ in every area, private sector, government, and the change in the direction of the churches to speak what the Bible says, not your opinion of what the Bible says, the truth of the Bible. It's hard. It's ugly. It's not nice sometimes because it's black and white. Jesus is pretty, pretty upfront. Now, is there love and grace involved? Of course. We understand that. But we want to continue to think that we are not what God says us says we are. And that's Satan in the church. That little trick, that little second voice saying, ah, you're always going to be a sinner. You're always going to be there. No, you're not. Jesus tells you once you've accepted him, you are a new creation. And we have to stand on that foundation. So on this beautiful Friday, men, as you go out, stand on that truth, right? Stand on the truth that we are meant to be more because we are followers of Christ. He designed us to be more. He designed us and gave us the Holy Spirit in order to speak out against the wrongs that take advantage of those who can't fight for themselves. We are the face of Jesus Christ. We are the warriors for righteousness in this world, but only through the spiritual does it manifest in the physical. So we are spiritual creatures and beings, so we have to start manifesting it in the physical so that those who aren't in the spiritual can understand and see and lead them to the spiritual victory that is coming to love and accept Jesus Christ as their Lord and Savior. That's our mission, man. So as we go on and out in this world on this Friday, continue the fight. If it disturbs your spirit, speak up, say something with love, with grace and truth, just like Jesus would have. So, men, as you do what you do today, as always, answer the call of men.